0: Rugby wrap up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The pig and whistle, the world's best rugby pump, and lean and limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. And we are back in the with timothy scott o'brien the head coach of perennial rugby powerhouse at saint mary's out of moraga california which is just over the bay bridge east of san francisco and just east of cal berkeley is that right coach 11 miles east of berkeley not that you know it right no just
1: (laughs) no not really
0: all right so so coach tim uh for the folks at home that may not know i just want to go through some of your your bullet points on your your bio and i'm i know i'm going to come up short so i apologize in advance but you are the rarest of rare you actually played before college and your dad played right yep so you and your brothers are even rarer in that you were a generational family in rugby in the united States.
1: I never looked at it like that. I guess you could say that. There are a lot of kids around, I think, the same same type of boat. You know, Johnny Vili in Oklahoma, pretty much the same. His dad played some rugby with my dad, and uh, used to tell me the story that my dad would show up. My mom dislikes rugby greatly. Would show up at their rugby practice with his kit, his training kit in his briefcase. So he'd show up in his suit, training briefcase open, no papers, just rugby gear. Training, put it in, bam. He probably didn't work too hard at practice if he could Come home and wasn't all too wet and smelly. But.
0: Unbelievable. And, that, and then you went to Cal, which is ironically now your arch rival.
1: Uh, rugby is my arch rival. I not ever say uh-huh. it's Cal's, you know, because you're always looking to be great. But, uh, you know, just, just trying to slay all the, I would call them the Goliaths of college rugby is what I'm after, what we are after. Fair, yeah. fair
0: and diplomatic answer. There you go.
1: Pretty small school. You know, I think full student body right now, is I heard the other day, 2,200. So we've pretty much downsized through COVID. 2,200? Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, from down from about 3,000. So like many schools, you know, they kind of squeezes on a touch, you know, financially.
0: All right, so let me continue. So you played – You you played some serious rugby. You got to play in New Zealand. You earned caps with Team USA. You even got to play with your brother Chris for the Eagles. And Chris, who despite being an insufferable uh, 49ers and Giants fan, is the coach at Cal Poly. But I got my first question for you. Was the pasting of your brother's Cal Poly team this weekend payback for him not passing the ball to you uh, when you were Eagles together? (laughs)
1: Yeah we didn't pace them, you know, we just out, we just outscored, outscored them. What is your yeah. definition yeah. of a pace thing? I would probably be because complete starvation of ball. All right. You know, and, t- and another team bickering and fighting with each other. So, then, you, know, you no- so Nana, I don't look at it, you know, quite like that. I, we, we need them to become great. You know, we need, we need teams to become great you know, I'll do anything I can here pretty much uh help out, you know, Cal Poly. But to go Give back brother to brother, your... your playbook? Uh yeah, yeah. We're pretty much an open book. We're pretty easy to figure out, you know?
0: All right. So I got a couple of the guys here that, that helped with the college rugby wrap up, Zach Landing, Colby Marshall, and Josh Resio. And Zach wants to know are there any programs out there right now that you are you think are making the are close to making the leap to a tier one or an elite kind of level that you guys are at to compete a little bit against you guys
1: which programs ah, hey man you know i don't follow all the you know colleges deeply around the country um i don't know you know in our conference now all of a sudden um you've got neil footy at uc santa barbara and chris is at cal poly it could make significant you know impacts sean o'leary is at grand canyon you know big resume he could be making a, a significant impact um I think everybody's working hard, man, to chase Cal. I mean, you're just chasing Cal in life. Everyone's bringing – I just think they're bringing in good coaches. And you get some wins. It's great deodorant, right? To a, you know, it's kind of stinking up alumni funding, what have you, previously. And I think, you know, a lot of us are going in, in pretty good places. I'm just trying to stay with St. Mary's. We just want to be consistent.
0: And how do you maintain that consistency when there is such a dearth of, of teams that are at your level? I mean, like you could rattle off on one hand, right, the, the, the teams that would – you got Cal, you got you guys. The elite teams are, are there aren't that many. Yeah, I, I, it seems like that. It's like this it's kind of a stark
1: reality that you seem it, reluctant it, to embrace,
0: coach. It, it seems like that.
1: Yeah, listen, I love a lot of the guys that are coaching are fantastic and they're doing their best based on the resources they have. A lot of times we don't have the buy in from the schools, even though we might have the greatest guys, really well intentioned. Very professional in their approach, even if they're not paid, what have you? They don't care. I mean, look at what happened in COVID. You know, all of a sudden you start helping out men's rugby, then you're helping out somebody else, helping out somebody else, and you know it's doomsday, right? So they don't want to make that leap. They don't understand that it's, you know, this is an Olympic sport. We should be getting, you know, some type of Olympic funding. We should be having major developmental money from USA. And, you know, you just get crickets out of it from them. So. You know, it's tough, man. But I, I think we have the we have a lot of really good guys that are pushing hard with, with on the sport. So it's, pa-
0: it's passion right now, and it's it's kind of unfortunate that it's not backed up by some more resources. I was stunned to find out that you actually have a full time job.
1: Yeah. Right. I do. And, I do, but you know, you I, we love rugby and love the guys. I love the task, you know, the kind of wh- where we want to go and how we want to get there, who we're gonna do it with type of stuff. And uh You know, we, during the season, I mean, we won't be shy about it. You know, it's a six day a week program um, for what, you know, just with our days, with our days together, I think the days together become pretty valuable. I don't have time to waste time. Right. So if I'm working all the time and I like to exercise and whatever, I don't have time to waste. So, you know, every minute counts, every, every second, every minute counts when we're together in the program and the kids, the guys that I get to deal with understand that. And that's with all the coaches, um, with Andrew Cook and Mark Bass, you know, we don't have time to waste.
0: All right. So you, you had a, a waste of time, so to speak, because of COVID last year. It kind of wiped out everything for, for these students, particularly, and the players, and lost time there, right? How, how has that impacted you guys coming forward now?
1: We had 247 hours together last year, one way or the other. You know, we found a way to get it done in different ways, shape, or form. We had no COVID touch our team until the week after we played Cal. Um, And then, you know, a couple of the fellas let the gates, let the enemy come over the gates. And uh, we got shut down in touch. I think we had like eight eight or nine cases of COVID, but then, you know, realigned and forward we go. So we did everything we possibly could to be the best we could be all the time, you know. A lot of uh, winner loser. drills you know pieces of play whatever and uh, I don't know we just did everything we
0: could hey we got to hold it there for a second and take a quick break we'll be right back looking for your next vehicle with she's easy search choose from over 3,000 new and used vehicles shop trade or buy online or in store we make it easy with our award-winning service it's
1: easy. She, she, she.
0: been blind since I was four and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer's Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor.
1: What do you think's on the label?
0: I think there's a a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire.
1: That's good beer.
0: back. All right. So I know you got to be sick of answering questions about Cal. So let's ask you about Cal some more. I think your last playoff game was that that last second or last couple of minutes of the game loss against Cal, right? I mean, that is correct. So how do you think you guys are positioned to go back to that? I would say on
1: that piece of play for you know, coaches and what have you Cal wins wins the uh, kickoff right? They're in, they're in attack. They knock the, they, there's a knock on, we recover the ball. We move right. And we kick the ball, put it back in place. So a right footed kicker hooks it to the middle of the field, right? Cal plays ABCD, make a move to the right-hand side, you know, miss tackle score game over. That ends up being a major coaching flaw. You think about it, right? It's not, why did he kick it? Why didn't you do this? That's just, not fully getting into the laws. And if we're in this situation, what happens? What do you do? You know, that's that's a complete coaching, you know, my error. You you need to come after the Cal team who is bigger, stronger, faster than anybody around with the mindset that it's kind of your last day on the planet earth to play rugby, right? This This is what you get, right? You just get a face full of greatness and you want to take them down. And I think it's just like a lot of things we do. It's in your mindset. So there's nothing fancy that most teams need to do uh, to pull up a win. But, you know, we've been lucky enough to win a couple games against Cal and uh, kind of come in with the same us against the world mentality this year, you know?
0: All right. So you, 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 you know, the nature of the beast with college is you got turnover with your roster because kids graduate who are your leaders this year and who are the young guys that we
1: should look out for? Yeah, man, that was, that's crushing that, that turnover. I didn't realize until we were playing life this year, the extent of the, the guys that we lost miles McCormick was playing for us and he left and went to go to San Diego state to play football. Um, And you guys, you know, Ronan Murphy, our captain, all of our three captains last year are gone now playing big boy rugby. Um, But for this year, you know, we had Joe Marchant as our captain. He plays tight head. Any, any loose head wants to come up and fight it out with Joe, put your hand up and let me know and we'll come out because he is, he is legit. He doesn't like to speak. So it's like a perfect caveman type. I'm coming to play ball, and he just wants to come and play ball. So,
0: well, you you know you you mentioned some of the guys going and playing for the big boys. You got an imprint on the MLR now. You you kind of like almost a, a a minor league affiliate, if you will, for, for major league rugby because there is no minor leagues for this league yet. So they are looking at colleges when they're not looking overseas or at the Eagles, and you the the first round saw one of your stars, Tavite Lopetti, go
1: up to the Seawolves in Seattle. Uh, he just, he loves the game. He's super enthusiastic about the game, very passionate about it, but and very respectful about, for the game, you know, and um, he's, he's, he, he just lives it. You know, he's he's one of those guys that every day, he's trying to get a little teeny bit better. Sounds cliche-ish, but it's just, that's just, you know, kind of who he is.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, Lopetti, Opened eyeballs or opened eyes up a little bit on him during the the, the All Blacks match where they lost. You know, you lost by a hundred points, but you can actually say he had a good he had a good game. So that was that was kind of the one positive to take out of that. Other than Nate augsburg getting a try,
1: some of those teammates should have should have looked around and pulled a little, a little bit of Pete's juice into their being, right? To be competitors and be competitive, right? When you talk about leave it all on the field he's one of those guys that just wants to let it all hang out and leave it on the field. And, um, you know, again, I'm sitting on a sofa watching the ball game, so I don't want to be super judgmental, but, um, they they need a little bit more passion. There's something, something in the passion department missing that the coaches can't instill players. So.
0: All right. We're running out of time. And I know you got to get back to your, your day job because you do have a day job, but, um, would you guys consider ever playing 15s in the fall and 7s in the spring?
1: Yeah, of course there's a chance. If the governing body came forward and said, this is the date, this is the location, find a way to get there, conference commissioners put it together, what have you, and there's a pathway, yes, you know, we, we would be there for sure. But I don't think it would ever take away from our responsibility to be developing high-profile rugby athletes. right?
0: Because you like to develop the players in the fall for the spring that is correct. Yeah. Okay. And so this is not something that you're in favor of, but you would do it if it was a mandate. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Fair enough. Leadership, guidance, direction, development. That's another acronym, right?
1: Is there anybody up there USA
0: Rugby really hear that? Well, that brings up my final question for you, Tim, because we do have multiple college championships right now. And I know – We've got an acronym soup out there. Do you think in our yeah. lifetime, in our world, we'll ever see all of college rugby under one entity's umbrella?
1: Man, that's a tough one because I'm a lot older than you. So, uh, I'm 74. <laughs> USA's, USA's got to just uh, fill the void. USA, you know, just these other sports governing bodies come in with an iron fist. Bam, this is the way it's going down. We don't have, in my opinion, we just don't really have leadership. No leadership, no direction. Our most valuable asset in the sport is college rugby. And we just let it flounder and let this group go here and this group go there. And little fiefdoms here and there. And we give a two about these fiefdoms. You know, we want to find a way to get to the champion get to the top of the mountain. Everybody everybody shooting for it at the same time.
0: No more fiefdoms. Yes. Right wipe cool.
1: out the fiefdoms. I'm, I'm down with that, man.
0: All right. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you 100%. 100%. Excellent. Thank you for taking your time, Coach. Much appreciated.
1: You're welcome. Thank you very much for having me on.
0: And thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other segments. Please sign up for our weekly newsletter. And please, please, please join our rugby wrap-up
1: American Red Cross Blood Donor Team.